Welcome back to another episode of the Southern Sauce Podcast. I'm your host, Francis. And your other host, Sean. And with my guest here, Andy, and my dad's best friend. <laughs> yeah, what up, what up, what up? What up, Andy? What up? Robbing out to this body, Smurda. Mmm, Smurda. It's Smurda Sunday. <laughs> uh. We got Andy on the podcast, y'all. Um, one of my best friends, um, my homie, and uh, we're just finally glad to have him on here. I know you've been pushing to get on, Andy, and, and we are here. So what's up? Man, I'm excited. I'm, I'm grinning from ear to ear right now. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Man, um, yeah, I know as soon as you heard about it, or I figured as soon as I would tell you about it, you, you would be dying to come on and... Uh, I'm glad, man. I'm, I appreciate the eagerness, and uh, uh, I know you got a lot to say. So we got to keep it a little PG-13, though, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Rogers. That's right. Mr. Rogers' neighborhood today. Yeah. What's up with you, Boogie? What's going on? Uh, Nothing much. I'm just kind of, um, I don't know. I'm ready to talk. <laughs> Heard that. Um, yeah, so uh, a couple things that we went over. Glad uh, from our last episode was I had an audio noise. So um, last episode, if you heard some audio noise in the background, pretty much for the entire podcast, don't know what caused it, but I think we may have worked it out. Um, and I hate that it's there and I can't remove it, edit it out, or at least I don't know how to. So if anybody out there is good with audio editing and wants to show me or hook your boy up, just let me know. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't why I'm here. I can tell you that. I heard that. Well, you know, we like the hookup like that. So, yeah. but, um, Cool, man. Well, uh, Andy, man, I, I know I just saw you yesterday um, mm-hmm. at your daughter's birthday party. Yeah, shout out Boston. Yeah. Boston, how old is she now? <laughs> She's seven. Mm. Yeah, y'all had a nice party, man. Um, ended up running into an old friend there and talking to him the whole time, so. Yeah. Yeah. My B. Yeah, real party goer you were. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, when you run into those... Uh, randomly run into those old friends you haven't seen in a while you gotta play you gotta catch up yeah Yeah, i get it i get it yeah man i mean it's not like it's not like i was just sitting over there twiddling my thumbs either so it was cool (laughs) well i know boston had a bunch of friends over and she's happy did she get everything that that she asked for for her birthday and that girl's got everything already oh yeah she didn't she could have got nothing and still had more than me when i was a kid (laughs) <laughs> Dang, it's like that, huh? Yeah, we spoiled nothing, crap. nothing we, to nothing. Yeah, we spoiled the crap out of that girl. Yeah, man, that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah, I know. That's what we're supposed to do. Sean, how'd you like the birthday yesterday? It was fun. You got to swim. Got my hair all knotted. <laughs> yeah, I know it really wasn't your age group, but it's always fun to go swimming. So it's fine. Just vibing out. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, man. Um, so did she get everything she wanted? No, you said she spoiled, but, you know, is there something that was wild out there or something you had to put together? Or? Yeah, man, we, well, you know, we painted her whole room. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mounted her TV, put oh, yeah. together a bunk bed, and kept it all a surprise the whole time, which was the hard part because we had to keep her door locked. Mm. And then, you know, her, her her sneaky butt would come around the corner. What you doing? What you doing? <laughs> so. she, she knew something was going oh, on. Oh, she knew. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. Um, you know, when you remodel the kid's room, as you just did, mm-hmm. daughter's room for their birthday, 
That's when you know you've already bought them too much stuff. <laughs> For real. For uh, real. <laughs> you got a PlayStation, you got an Xbox, you got the toy. Uh, you got the bike. You mean, if you don't want to ride the bike, you can ride the other thing. You know, if you don't want to watch this, you can watch the other thing and play the other thing. I'm going to paint your room. Happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just did that to both of the kids' rooms. Yeah, I know. So you've you been there. Been there. It's uh, it, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a little present to yourself as parents, too. Because, you know. You're just, not you're, not during it. I'm going to tell you that. Not during it, but when it's done, like, yeah. Yeah. Afterward, you're like. The value of my house is, is risen. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. As, as we like to say that. That that pinky's back. Of, oh uh, yeah, the pinky's going up. <laughs> <laughs> so Andy and I have all these work jo- jokes, um, and uh, one of them's the pinky. Up, man, you know, it's just all about drinking that that fine refreshment, and that pinky's up. You know, you're living it right. Yeah, that's you right. Know, you know, you better than everybody else when that pinky's up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, man. Yeah, well, you know, um, me and Andy, we have these jokes, and um, we always try to one-up each other, right? We have this thing called the Triple B Life. Andy, talk about that Triple B Life. All right, so Triple B is, first of all, you know, we didn't come up with the Triple B, so we can't claim that it's our thing, but we adapted it As like a lifestyle. And so anytime you go get something new, it's like, oh, yeah, you got to flex on them. And you send that triple B. Like when when I got that new truck, man, out there rolling, pinky up, triple B lifestyle. And then then Francis go get something new and like, oh, my come up, my come up. (laughs) Just added another B to my legacy. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a way of, um, it's just a funny way of counting how, being an adult, yeah. counting things you do as being an adult. So, um, Sean, you know the Triple B brand is, huh? I've never heard of this before. What? what? No. The right, Ball so, Family, the yeah. Mellow Ball. Explain, explain it. Mm-hmm. Explain it, uh, Andy. Like overall, explain it. So, the Ball Family, right? Do you know who the Balls are? The mm-hmm. Mellow, Lamar, or I forget what the dad's name is, but Lavar, Lavar, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So they came up with a clothing brand and all that called Triple B, Big Baller brand, right? Mm-hmm. Called Triple B. But we kind of took it to a different level and we're like, anything anything that you get is nice. That's Triple B, baby. That's Triple B. <laughs> I mean, that's a valid way to live. That's so stupid. Everything's Triple B. Yeah. Triple B on my shoes. Triple B on my clothes. See, there you go right there. Look at that. Yeah, there's Triple B brand. Wow. <laughs> So, anyways, it's um his his kids play basketball. This this guy, this kids play basketball. Did he play basketball too, Andy? Yeah, but not. I don't. I don't. I think not like his kid anyway. I know. Okay. I know he played at least in college. I don't know if he made it to the pros or not. I don't remember. But. Okay. So, for all you listeners out there, um, we just joke around. Triple B is a, they call it a lifestyle, and it's just it's a joke between us. When you do stuff as a father or as a dad or as a husband and you complete it, that's triple B lifestyle. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, all that is is the motion of life, adulthood. And, you know, we even joke about going into debt can be a version of triple B. Yeah. Hey, that's the American dream right there. <laughs> hey, right. what'd you do? Max out your credit card? That's triple B, baby. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, man. That's, that's, that's crazy. So, like, you know, you, you doing, like, Boston's room and 
and all these things that you do, Andy. Just taking care of the family. Um, I call, we got this thing called dad mode. Like, what does dad mode look like for you? Man, well, for one, you know, dad mode is doing everything around the house. Yeah. Even though, even though my wife says I don't do nothing, I still got to do everything. So <laughs> you got to do everything. Um, you got to take care of everything, man. You know, just part, part of pushing. Yeah, part of it to me too is though is, you know, I don't like to let my daughter win. <laughs> so when we play in games and stuff, part of me as a father is just like, nah, you ain't winning. Oh yeah, yeah. She gets real upset too. Yeah, well, you know, teaching your kid to deal with with loss is a is a is a parenting skill. Yeah, well, you know, she ain't taking it too well. Mm. Can't say I'm a big big fan of losing either. So heard that. Well, I know that firsthand. But yeah, heard that. Um, can't be triple B and lose at the same time. It don't work. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So what else I got going on, man? What's up? What's up, buddy? You, you, you quiet on me, man. I, we, we we talked about... Um, Carrying the we, show. Yeah, come on, son. I mean, y'all just talking. I'm, like, I don't know. Um, I don't know good places to interject. Oh, okay. It's fine. It, what you want to talk about, buddy? Yeah. What I want to talk about, um, I did hear that you're not from here, Andy. No, I'm I not. never knew that. I didn't find that until recently. Yeah, I'm, not, old, I'm from Massachusetts. Yep. How old were you when you moved here? Uh, I was 19, 18, 19, something like that. When I, I was in the military, that's why. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. What made you stay here then? Well, for one, you know, cost of living is cheaper than Massachusetts but for two Lacey's from here so whenever we started dating got married then I just stayed here I mean when I got married when I was still in the military so you know I still I had to stay here for the military but then once I got out I was already married to Lacey we had a house down here so at that point it was just like where am I gonna go why am I gonna go back up there mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense yeah. what um I didn't know you were in the military. What branch were you in? The Navy. Navy. Yeah. How was that? It's good. I never never was on a ship though. Never so, was on a ship? Yeah. Did you ever want to be on a ship? No. I knew the day I went into the military, I walked up to my recruiter and I was like, Look, I want to join the Navy, but I don't want to be on a ship. <laughs> and he looked at me like I was an idiot. And then I was like, Yeah, no, these things called CBs, you know, I want to do that. It's construction. So Hey, I mean you worked it out. You never had to go on a ship. No, you still got to do it a little bit in boot camp, but that's about it. <laughs> you got like a well, why not get on a ship? You don't want to be away, or no, man, I don't be stuck on a ship. You ever been on a ship like that? Not for long periods of time. Yeah, no. imagine trying to be on there for a long period of time, and then you know, you go out there. First of all, let me explain this to you, right? The Navy, whenever you look at stuff like, oh man, I want to join the Navy, they list off all these jobs. Like, you'll pull it up, they'll list all these jobs off, and they'll be like, man, this is this is great stuff. You'll, you'll go travel the world, do this. Man, they feed you a bunch of lies is what they do just to get you to join. And then. Crazy, bro. So the Navy, you're saying the Navy recruiters just. Not, you- not the recruiters, like the, the, the websites. When you go research the job, like, that ain't what, that ain't what you're actually going to do. Uh, okay. I guess it's whatever 
whatever they figure you can do. They hype it up to make and it look then, better than it is. And then they put you where where you're going to be. Now, I'm not going to say that about everything, because obviously if you go in there to be a doctor, you're still going to be a doctor. You know what I mean? But, okay. But what I'm saying is, is like, you know, some of these jobs, they're telling you, oh, you'll travel to exotic locations and do this and that. And like, then you get stuck in Afghanistan and how exotic is that? <laughs> Ain't a woman for miles? Where's the Man. exotic part of that? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a hey, you're serving your country proudly. Oh so yeah, no, I had a great time in the military, but yeah, it was all built on lies. Sean, how, how many um, <laughs> how many of your classmates are are talking about military? Um, I know Cole is my friend Cole, and okay. uh, another friend named Jeremiah. He moved away a little bit ago. He's joining the military real soon, as I know. Okay, for both uh, college benefits and for just. Being in the military. Okay. So he wants to go in the military and he's pursuing college education. Mm -hmm. And what about the other one? Oh, with Cole? Cole's Cole's the same way. Yeah. Okay. They're both like focused on that. So, so like weighing out the experience versus the benefits. What do you got to say about that, Andy? Look, for these young guys that are listening. Look, I will tell you. young, Young men and women who are listening. I will tell you. In the military, you build bonds with some of the people that you serve with that last a lifetime. So, like, I've got friends that live all across the country that I still talk to to this day. Um, I see them every now and then, too. But, you know, it's not all bad. There, I mean, there is a lot of suck that happens. You know, you, you're not always going to be on a vacation. But I mean, there's a there there is a lot of I won't say bad because that's what you signed up to do is fight for your country. But there's also a lot of good. Like there's a lot of I've had a lot of good times in the military. You know, I mean, some I went to Spain. I did. I, so I will say this: it's not all lies because I did travel the world. Right? <laughs> Boom! There it is. But. My first deployment was Afghanistan. So when I went over there, I was like, man, this is exotic as it gets, huh? <laughs> but it's not, like I said, it's not all bad. But um, it, there are times when it's like, man, this, this sucks. Yeah. This sucks. I think so. But that's with, that's with almost any job. It is, but it's on a, it's on a, because there are times when like, you're like, man, this sucks. And like you can't just leave it's not okay i can see that i can see that you get what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah. and 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 yeah like my like my brother-in-law um you know he's deployed right now Mm -hmm. and um it sucks that they're gone and we haven't seen him in a while yeah that's another thing uh, too yeah and and but i i I couldn't imagine you know some people say "I i can imagine it's bad like i really couldn't because i haven't experienced it being gone that long i mean when I got, when we were work, when we were working for the phone company together, mm-hmm. um, when I got dispatched for three weeks out of state, yeah, that was mom. pretty. That was a pretty long time for me to be gone from my family. Yeah, I was you used know, to it. I couldn't imagine the military stuff. Well, what about like, all right, so you did, you did, you served, mm-hmm. you got out. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the benefits, man. Like, 
Like for someone in, in high school thinking, should I go to college? Should I go to the military? What should I do? What, what is your you suggestion to them, you know, about I know plenty. Not? I know plenty. Well, it just depends on if, you know, if school is really for you. School was never for I tried college first. Mm-hmm. Wasn't for me. Wasn't for me, dog. Like, nah. Mm-hmm. I, I went to school for about half a semester and then. I was the same way. And then we started working full time. And then I did that for about a year and then joined the military. So, but you can do both. Like, you can go to school while you're in the military, they'll pay for it. So, I mean, it's not like it's an ultimatum of, oh, I got to do this or the other. No, I mean, mm-hmm. you can still do both. Okay. Do you think that for a student who. Let's say a student get didn't get as much funding or scholarship or anything and wanted to go to college. Do you think they should go to the military so they can go to college? I don't think that's an ultimatum either. Like, I don't think so. Like, for instance, there's a lot of jobs nowadays, too, that will pay for your for your, you know, college, okay. not just the military. I mean. Right. Other companies right. that we've worked for, they right. they've they've offered that. Right. Well, you know, I know they're out there, but the chances of getting a job, I mean, you can get anything you want, you try hard enough, but the chances of getting a job that's going to invest in your education or continued education would be slim to none. Obviously, unless, yeah, unless the- unless you come in to a some type of corporate position or some type of administrative position maybe you know but we're talking about high school i I just graduated what am i gonna do you know so so if you can go back andy and at 18 knowing what you know now just with education and career would you have done anything different what would we have done i mean man honestly I probably wouldn't have done as much partying as I did. <laughs> you know, maybe took some other stuff serious, but uh, I mean, look, I I don't really regret anything that I did during that time. You know what I mean? Like, I take that back there. Probably some things I did. <laughs> um, no, I mean, that's part of what makes you the man you are today, right? Yes, right. So. But like I said, I mean, to me, I went and worked full time first, then joined the military. So I had, I had, you know, that experience too. I tried the college thing that didn't work. I mm-hmm. tried working full time, which I didn't mind that either. But then, you know, I was like, I don't want to be stuck here in my hometown the rest of my life either, because that's where I was working with my where my stepdad works now. Mm-hmm. I was working there, you know, doing that. I was like, man, I just don't want to be stuck here the rest of my life. Like, so, you, so you were looking for that that environment change. Well, that and my a good friend of mine that I grew up with, he he brought it up to me that he wanted to join. I was like, you know, that ain't a bad idea. Mm. So, mm. what about you, Sean? What you think? You ever thought about something like that? Um. Maybe joining the military for like a just a short amount of time to get like college benefits. In terms of like staying, staying, not really. I don't I, think. I I'm don't, gonna be honest with you. I just don't think that's the way. I wouldn't. I 
I didn't join them. Well, let me take that back. Okay. I don't think that I would have ever done it just for the college benefits, but everybody's different. So I just think if, if you're just doing it for college, I think there's other ways to go around it. Um, versus, versus joining the military. What about the military benefits? I mean, they're good while you're in. When you get out, it's a lot harder to get them benefits. Mm, Okay. So, so it's not an automatic you're in and you serve a minimal amount of time and you have you're at this tier of benefits that you just consider beneficial for the rest of your life. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I'm considered a veteran, right? So mm-hmm. I'm considered a veteran, so I mean, yeah, there's benefits that come with that, right? Mm-hmm. But there's also things that you have to there's a they don't make it easy for you to just go out and and get compensation for your military time either. So it's not like you can just go out there and be like, hey, I'm a veteran, pay me some money. It doesn't work like that. So. Right, right. Okay. It's interesting. Sean, how many um how many people that you know of school or like what's a trend in school with people saying, Hey, I'm not going to college, it's not for me. Um I'm just gonna go to work. Like I'm going to get some money. Yeah, I'm curious about that too, because I feel like that's a that's a, a bigger thing coming up now. I'm, people don't want to yeah. go to school. I'm not really sure. With the people that I hang around, and I know they're all on the pathway to college in some rot or form. Maybe there's a rising thing in people not going to college, but as far as I know, college is still a thing that a lot of people look towards. I know a lot of these um different military branch people come to the school and they have like tables in the courtyard to talk to them about types of stuff and mm. joining said branch about said stuff. And I see people walk up to that stuff all the time. I've never walked up to it personally, but I've seen it before. Look, I'm going to tell you right now, it never hurts to talk. It never hurts to get information on everything. You know what I mean? Like those guys are there also to recruit though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so they're going to give you information, but they're there. Like I to said, get you in. It's not always so, accurate information. Yeah. Um, it's just good to research, research your, all, all your options and look at everything. Um, you know, do you, do you feel, or do you guys feel that, you know, when I was 18, there was like a draft thing you had to sign and had submitted, you know, pretty much I think it was stating that you were signing up to be draftable mm-hmm. and any situation came up, you know, some countries, require their citizens, their male citizens, usually, to 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 do some tenure in the military. What do you guys think about yeah, that? Man. Do you think that, sh- that should be something um, that should be a, a, a practice across the board? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, um, uh, I don't think so either. Hmm. I will say, you are right, though, because there's, like, you know, basketball players and stuff like that that have to go – serve in the military from their home countries and stuff. So it's like they have to at least serve X amount of time in the military, which is crazy to me. Mm. I don't think I th- America's different, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe they do things um because they're they just want the whole country to be ready in a situation. Maybe they feel like they're more, more vulnerable. Or they don't have the resources like other countries have to to be as responsive. So that's the way they they plan it out. Well, no, that's interesting though. Um, with with the military thing. Um, so how long you been out, Andy? 
Shoot. Uh, I gotta do math. Eight eight years, something like that. Yeah, so eight eight years. Heard that. Cool, man. How long you know? How long have you known Andy for, Dan? Mm. About six, seven, seven years, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, me and Andy. Started we started with, working together probably about a year or so after I got out of the military. Maybe yeah. less than that. So yeah. Start working together at the phone company. Mm-hmm. What made y'all start uh, talking more? Well, how about this? I had to drive him up to uh, pole climbing and all that, so I was the only one with a with a uh, good enough vehicle to make it up there and back. So. That's right, man. That was that single B. We were at single B status, bro. <laughs> no, we were. Um, was, we had job orientation, and it was me, Perry, and mm-hmm. Andy. At job orientation, and we had to drive up to Jackson for a week to to do um, pole climbing training. So, um, in my infinite trying, uh, in my infinite seeking of getting something new or or for the Lolo, I says, "Hey, Andy, are you driving up there?" And we knew he was. <laughs> well, do the, you need Do you need some road company? Like, can I ride with I, you? Or what? I think too. Uh the, the guy that was doing our orientation was like, yeah, you guys can carpool. Uh, and then, and then, uh, I just saw him and Perry both look at me. <laughs> I'm like, they're like, yeah, are you driving up there? Yeah, I'm driving. Yeah. All right, I'll come pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Perry had a motorcycle too, so it's not like we all get on that and. Yeah. Yeah, so it's been a minute. It's been a minute, man. But that was good. So we knew each other from our previous jobs, and we went to different jobs. But yeah, dang. Mm-hmm. Okay, was that um that pole climbing training? How that was? How was that that dynamic between y'all two while y'all were working up there? Man, we had a blast up there, huh? Yeah. Remember old the? Uh... It's just a bunch of climbing around. You get a bunch of guys. I mean, everyone's excited. They got they have a new job, and they're doing something different. I believe mm-hmm. that's where yeah. the word chach came about. Too. Yeah. <laughs> we had some, um, you you meet some interesting people from all the way, all around. It's yeah. just like getting a new job. Yeah, because there was people from New Orleans that came up there to do it that were working, they were going to end up working in New Orleans um, mm-hmm. that had to go up there to do Jackson. So it was cool. Yeah. Okay, nice. That's cool. It was a good run. I'd say it's a good run. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> good run. Okay, yeah. every 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 job is a uh, is a good run in its own form or fashion, whether if it was really bad or not. You know, yeah, it's definitely a learning experience. So. When when you're young, you have the option to really pick where you want to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have one all the time, but you know, you're just you get all you get to this age where you're like, what do I want to do? What I want to start off doing, and you know, my, my my opinion is all the kids need to work in a restaurant somewhere, man. I never did. Really? Uh uh-uh. uh Man, that's weird. I didn't. All right, so I didn't work in a restaurant, but I worked at a supermarket. So okay, well, that's a good place to work too. I mean, somewhere where you learn how things are ran and customer interaction. Yeah, you're, you're, you're part of you're part of the operation. Um, I say restaurants because it's where I got my interest and know-how on how to cook and stuff. You know, cooking and cleaning and 
all that. I mean, that's a life skill. I think you learn. I, I think what I'm trying to say is you you get a lot of life skills out of restaurants, but I can see that in the, in the supermarket too. I learned a lot more. Well, obviously, I, I learned life skills when I was in the military. Yeah. yeah. You got to kind of fend for yourself at that point. But, yeah, I mean, I, I do feel, though, that the restaurant game is, you know, that customer interaction thing. That's a big thing because if you can't, you know, how many jobs are customer-based, you know, where you got to have, especially nowadays, you got stuff like, you know, Uber, Lyft, all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, just how much is all this stuff like customer based where you could people are lazy bro people are lazy so well people we they, they pay for convenience yeah that's if what someone's going to pay for convenience you know be that convenience mm-hmm. or sell that convenience yeah you know you know what's crazy too is i i walked up to a guy in the bathroom i say that i said that weird i walked up to a guy <laughs> Uh, hey man, what's going on? Here? <laughs> hey, hey, I like your, I like your shake style. <laughs> but no, um, I, guy came up to me. See, that don't sound right either. <laughs> Anyways, we were washing our hands, and then we happened to walk out. You know, um, and he saw that little kick plate on the bottom of the door. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Man, I would have loved to have been the guy that invented that because that thing's in I don't know how many." you know, restaurants and stores and stuff like that. Just that little kick plate thing that you got, you so you can pull the door open with your foot instead mm-hmm. of touching it. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you came up with that during COVID, how much money you would have made, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's, and it, all it is is a little piece of metal about six inches wide, you know, that you stick on the bottom of the door just to open with your foot. Probably cost you a couple bucks to make, and you probably sell it for like 10, 20 bucks a piece. That dude's probably a multimillionaire right now. <laughs> Probably so. He took advantage of the situation. Yeah. That's all it takes. You use that kick plate? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> like I wash my hands and I keep the towel and that's what I open the door with. I try using a kick plate. Sometimes it's hard to use. No, yeah. yeah. But it's, it, that don't mean it ain't installed, though. That's true. Are y'all talking about the, uh, just like the metal part on the bottom of bathroom doors yeah 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 okay yeah, yeah, yeah like when you're trying to exit you use it to open the door bro who actually uses that how do you even I step don't... on it and you drag the door towards you yeah which is kind of a difficult move especially yeah, if the door is heavy well like... all i'm saying is you know it's installed on almost every door now and i know whoever made that still made some money to have True. it st- installed on every door mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty good invention. yeah I mean, even then, when it comes to inventing stuff, it's like, even if you thought of the idea first and you made it first, you're probably not going to be, you're not going to be recognized as the person that did that. But in the end, you'll still get a lot of the money still. Man, that's all I care about. Patents. Give me the money. Patents. Yeah. yeah. Patent something. But patents expire, too. Yeah. You got to keep up with it. That's how, like, that's how you know successful. You make something, and then over time, everyone forgets who made it. That's how you know. Well, that's yeah. like them pellet grills. Yeah. I think Traeger started off with it, and then the patent ran out, and that's why you got all these different pellet grills out there now. Oh. So, because it just started off Traeger, I think, I believe it was Traeger was the first ones, and then when the patent ran out, then Pit Boss and all, and now everybody can make a pellet grill. So, I wonder how expensive uh, patents are. Wonder what kind uh, of investment it would take yeah. to uh you think of something, you draw it up and you 
I yeah, think I'm it also curious. depends on how corrupt the place is. That you <laughs> Give me a hundred dollars real quick, yeah. man. Got make a pellet grill with stars on it. <laughs> yeah. This idea is mine now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Intellectual property is what they call it. Man. Yeah. Dang. So, so before the military, Andy, where you said you worked at supermarket? Where else did you work at? Man, I've been I've been doing stuff since I was probably like I don't know ten years old or something, but. So you're saying you were in the child labor game. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how you like them Nikes? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you know, I used to do stuff like what like my my mom's boss and stuff, like I would babysit their dogs when they'd go on vacation and stuff. She'd give me like a hundred bucks to watch them for a weekend or something and Oh, that's cool. Um but then I worked at um I know you mentioned this too. I used to, uh, you know, slang some CDs. I used to do that. <laughs> you used to sell them CDs. Yeah, um, we talked about it in a previous episode. Yeah. Remember that? You used to burn them CDs. Anything? Yeah, I remember. I remember the Christmas that we finally, because you know, not every computer came with a CD burner on it. Mm-hmm. So my mom for Christmas one year she bought us a CD burner and I installed it in my computer. Right? Oh. I mean, I was only like, I don't know, like fourteen years old. And I'm just glad I didn't mess it up. But, yeah, once I burned it, I mean, I would burn a bunch of CDs for my friends and stuff. And then, just like you, get that hustle on. That's but, right, man. But Man, what a time to be alive. Oh, man. Burn CDs. I remember that computer. We had that first, our first computer in the house. Had that CDR on it. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, that purple disc. You just yeah. over here it was like was this. A purple, it was either purple <laughs> or it was light blue on the bottom. Yep. And, uh, yeah, we were burning CDs. And then you get in the next drive was a CDRW. Mm-hmm. That rewritable. That, you ever seen a CD tower? Mm-hmm. I had one of those. You put one up top and you can have five or ten. The one I had was five. And I had five CD drives underneath it. And it would copy that one on top to those five simultaneous. You're spitting out five at a time. That's when the, that's when you were really hustling though. Dang, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. That's you really hustling, man. You know a lot of these, a lot of these DJs, you know, in the bigger cities, Atlanta, New Orleans, and they made their career off burning CDs. I believe it. It's crazy. I it's like you it, have though. to figure out what's hot at that time, like what's hot right now, and how can you work it to where you take advantage of it and monetize it off of it when it's hot, man. Mm, yeah, like in New York, um. Selling mixtapes was a gigantic thing. There would be mixtape socks everywhere during like the fifty cent era. That's illegal now. You can't you can't sell mixtapes anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, it's illegal. What a tragedy. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> do we, uh, you know do how many mixtapes I've listened to as a kid? It's all I listen yep. to, man. And it's illegal to own them now. You're not supposed to man. or if you I don't know if it's illegal to own them, but they, I know for a fact it's illegal to sell them. What are they them. gonna do? Get me get me back when I bought a mixtape <laughs> ten years ago? Come on now. It might, man. You never know. For real. Man, yeah. It's crazy. All them Wayne mixtapes. Man, Uncle Joe's going to come fun. knock my door down for a mixtape that I got Says, from the uh, gas station. I know you got that smothered Southern Smoke um, 13 underneath your bed there. <laughs> yeah. It's evidence. Give it, give it up. Yeah. yeah. This is a crime against America right here. Mm. What? Um, any particular mixtapes you listen to? Um, that word that stuck with you? Yeah, uh, we had this, you know, this one dude that used to pop around the gas stations, 
And he had one eye, and he would hand out his mixtape. I'm just joking. That didn't, that didn't really <laughs> but I have. I was but, like, was, was Fetty Wap still sort of mixtape? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I have. I have uh, bought some of those mixtapes before. Okay. You never bought one, a gas station mixtape? I was the downloader, bro. Yeah, I know. Me too. But sometimes that's unreleased music right there, though. Yeah, but I had it. I had it. When they, when they, I had it before they had it, man. No, not if it, if they're the actual artist. Oh, if they're the artist, I'm sorry, man. There were, there was no artist around here that I knew created the mixtape. It was just all burners and sellers. Yeah. Oh no, like I, I'm talking about, like I've been to a gas station and, and this the dude, artist. the artist is out there hustling, handing out his own mixtape. That's the hustle, man. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta dip into the hustle a little bit, you know. Yeah, you gotta, never had anyone do that. Yeah, I but I've listened to some. Okay. I've even I've even been to other countries and bought bought those mixtapes. Oh man, that's cool. I, I don't know if they're really called mixtapes because were they were they rap or there's rap music? No, like like all right, so like the Bahamas and stuff, like mm-hmm. Jamaica, you go over there. Now obviously you can probably get rap music over there, but it was like more like island theme music, like a like a like a Bob Marley type music. Mm-hmm. It, it was cool though. I enjoyed it. Mm. I like music. So, so they're handing out mixtapes of. Do you really call that a mixtape though? I don't know, man. What do they call it? That is, we call it a mixtape. They, they call it five dollars. They call it. They call it. Oh man, you heard the the ukuleles and the and the flute and everything. Yeah, man, hey, get the sip and pina colada. What does it baby? say? Is it soothing vibes on the front of it? <laughs> Did it come with art? Did it come with you know like like the An New Orleans cover? Mix, yeah, like the New Orleans mixtapes and album covers where you know they're sitting on the beach with too many coconuts with a bunch of beach girls and a big nah. a big island house and everything. You know, like the big timers. Um, Album covers, you no, know. No, it wasn't like that. <laughs> I, honestly, I don't even remember what the album cover looked like, but, you know. Yeah. You, you, you guys better, ever been in New York City? No. It's, um, it's on our bucket list, man. I want to go soon, especially while the kids are teenagers. Man, you go there. I, I went there as a kid, you know. I've been there a bunch, obviously, as a kid. And, um, but, man, I used to buy, when I was a kid, I was a sucker, dude. <laughs> I was sucking, man. I bought all the knockoffs. Oh, yeah? Around. Yeah, bro. I wa- then I got pictures of me. It's dark inside the room, and I got my fake Oakleys on. And, <laughs> and, the, uh, and the, uh, the plastic Rolex I just bought, you hey, know, hey. just walking around. But, hey, you supported your local business. What yeah, it but, like. and then I was out there, you know, trying to triple B on everybody, baby. Man, those, those are just... Just beginning to to understand um, flexing and and your yeah. style, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, growing up in the era that we did, man, it was flashy. It was bling bling. Mm-hmm. So I think at every point, every teenager, at least the high school I went to, it was some type of form of bling bling that they wanted to do. I mean, you have, of course, you have some people that don't care. It's I really didn't care about the bling. People, but. but oh man, school I went to, changed in earrings, man. <laughs> I believe it. What about your school, Sean? What's is is a bling is a bling bang uh, thing going on? Mm-mm, I want to no. say it is bracelets, jewelry, bracelets, bracelets. Yeah, bracelets. Yeah. bracelets. But, like jewelry, like, like jewelry, like I'm counting. Like, like jewelry, jewelry, jewelry. Yeah, I'm talking about jewelry. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say so. Maybe in bracelets, like Andy said, bracelets. But with um stuff like necklaces and chains and stuff, I wouldn't say much. So, mm. Mm. interesting. Earrings. Guys wear earrings. Uh, a couple guys I know. Yeah, the, I don't know big, how big common earrings? it is. Big earrings? Nah. Oh. My school, we like has hoops. No, <laughs> talking about like the biggest cubic yeah. zirconia. Yeah, them find. CZs, huh? Man. C capital Z. <laughs> C I mean, dash I'm talking Z. about you know they put the earring on and the earrings looking towards the ground is so heavy. Mm. But you know, yeah, yeah. your ear just, up just grew. That was just the style, man. Yeah, people roll with it. I still got a couple of friends who still still kind of rock like that a little bit. Man, yeah. speaking on that, um, just being back in the day, you ever when you were burning CDs, you ever download a file for uh, something that's titled as a song and it's a completely different song <laughs> before? Um, I've heard stories about that before. It's on the internet. I have. I have. Yeah, you will. And and the way, um, a lot of older people and they do it on YouTube like this. They advertise their music. Is they label it as whatever is mm-hmm. everyone is searching for right now, and mm-hmm. then it starts playing. And usually, when you do that, as soon as I hear it, that, that it's different, I'm turning it mm-hmm. off. But, but also, know. too, I remember um, I used LimeWire. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, again, very illegal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say very, man. I mean, well, I mean, it there's is a now, reason but why it wasn't. It wasn't illegal at one point. It was, so we're talking it, about no, the time it, it wasn't. It wasn't illegal. It was illegal the whole time. No, it it's just yes, we didn't get caught. Yeah. Anyways, but anyways, um, I mean, we could talk about it now because we weren't. We didn't create it. Yeah, so no one cares not, about that anymore, bro. Oh yeah, we we partook, but we didn't create it. So. Yeah. So I mean, clear. it's like <laughs> clear. Just like you know, I didn't create alcohol. So if I get a DUI after this, I mean, that's not <laughs> oh, my, my fault. Goodness. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, everybody. But anyways, um, I use Lime. I remember in Lime, with LimeWire, you could there's a preview button too, so you could preview the song before you downloaded it. Now, now in the later generations of LimeWire. There was a little preview. When you first got it, no, you get what you get. But when it, um, when I guess when it got really popular and towards the end, before they shut all that stuff down, there was a preview button. So you could preview, like, I don't know, like 15 seconds of the song or something like that. But mm. Yeah, man. Music was everything. Man, Back CDs were the best. Though. We were making money with CDs, and everyone, everyone was listening to music. We... We were listening to music. Music is constantly changing now, but we were listening to music when hip hop and rap was really, really going in all types of directions. You had all types of cities coming out, new styles of of it coming out. Um, you, you, you know, everybody I feel like says that music was the best in their generation, but to me, that's when hip hop was gaining the most traction. Yeah, yeah, I would say yeah. so with that too. Yeah, and I know there was hip hop playing before my time, and like the evolution of it, and and the blues and everything else that went together that that made it what it is now um, before my time. But the era that we were in was really, I think it was more like a commercialized era where it was a focus of of getting out there, being big labels and money. It was it was like the money game at that point. Well, also you know? too, you had all the different. Um Styles too, like you had southern rap, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up listening to, you know, like northern rap, like, you know, people like Jay-Z and Fabulous and, you know, guys like that. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I, you know, you still listen to these other Midwest rap, you know, you got Eminem and all them out there in the Midwest. And then you got, uh, you know, West Coast rap. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you had all these different variations of it, too, you know. Yeah. Um, but... I'm like like bigger names, you know. You listen, everybody listens to them. Like you know, growing up, everybody knew about Tupac and Biggie. Whether you were on the East Coast or the West Coast, didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Everybody pretty much knew about Jay Z. Whether you were on in the South or the North, didn't matter. Right. Um, that was just the time. All of that was at the at the front of the stage. Mm-hmm. But and it like was a big deal. some of these smaller ones, like you know, like I don't know, like. Like, at first, like, Lil Wayne didn't hear about him. Not until he got, you know. Well, I mean, like, Lil, Wayne, Lil, Lil Wayne was probably pretty popular here in the South from the very beginning. Well, so he, he blew that, up very quick here. He did If you knew up, about but, him before he blew up, it wasn't a, a large amount of time. I mean, he blew up when he was already, he was just 14 or something. Yeah, but what yeah. I'm saying is, is I didn't hear him until that first Carter album came out or whatever. Oh, Okay. So, like all the hot boys and all that that wasn't in the north and everything. No, yeah. now okay. I mean obviously now now I go back and listen to all that stuff because I'm a fan. But yeah, it's, it's not something I grew up listening on. You know what I mean? Like, but big timers. Yeah, I grew up listening to that. Love the big timers. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little too young to. You don't like the big timers? Like, I don't even. Now, know Sean, you've been is. going through um, some albums you've been listening to, and from the beginning. Um, have you have you done any or have you gone through any No Limit records? No um, albums. T- tell us about what albums you have gone through of artists that old school interest you. Yeah, but see the thing is, he goes. I, I tell Sean about it. Tell them your process, Sean. My process. Um, I usually listen to music when I'm cleaning, but it's more of whatever I'm in the mood for that day because I have a list of things I'm going to get through at some point in some real time. Something I'm interested in. So, with everything I've listened to, I've listened to Bone Thug's first album and their second album. I've listened to um, Three Six Mafia. It's uh, The End and World Domination. Mm-hmm. I've listened to um, both Carter 1 and Carter 2. Okay. So, you're, you're like starting at the beginning for each artist or each group? Yeah, I prefer to do it that way for most of the time. Are, are you calling the beginning, like in your artist discovery... Are you calling the beginning the first major album? Yeah, major album, or are you going to mixtapes and I would say first major album because it's kind of hard to find mixtapes, especially nowadays. Find all their mixtapes anyway. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's harder and harder to find mixtapes. Well, yeah, I think some of those artists too that some of them mixtapes, you know, unless they got a copy of them that they're releasing. Man, yeah, they probably had them taken down, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. because they're not monetizing on them. But is to me, it's hard to find like all the mixtapes that like Lil Wayne, for example, right? Are, are you gonna find all his mixtapes before he made that first Carter? No, nah, I bro. think that's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear you on that. I think, um, yeah, with the whole the mixtape thing has obviously died down a lot with um just new music laws coming up and stuff. 
and obviously you're not going to find that older no. music. So I'm more their first studio album is more my kind of thing. The first thing that's cleared by whatever label they're associated with. How do you mm. feel about that? How you uh, I guess my question is is how are you liking them? That you go and listen to those first albums of these these guys that we grew up listening to or whatever. Are it's you, great. Are you, are you like it? Yeah, it's that's great. Cool. I think um I think starting with their studio the first album is the best, especially when people say they get even better and that's something to get excited about as you go through this thing is that they're so good right here, but they improve upon themselves even more as their music career continues. Mm. That's a good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. def- I definitely didn't look at it like that when I was listening to them at first, but that's yeah, a good well, way to look at it. When I first started listening to, when I had album CDs and listening to artists, new artists, debut albums, things, I, I never was in the mode to listen to the album front to back and try to understand an album or see what their vision or try to understand what their vision was as they selected the album Not to in the older. order. Yeah, this just skip. Oh, that's that's trash. Skip, skip. So mm-hmm. it, it it's kind of crazy with Sean when he listens to these, he's listening to them front to back. And I think what was one of the, was it one of the three, six albums or something? You said, man, did you listen to this song? It was, it was sick. And I was like, man. I slept on it my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> it was sort of like, man, this is a good one. Like, I mean, um, I slept on it. even, you know, the first Carter album, like if you really listen to it, the whole album is, is taking place in a house. It's an, it takes place in a trap house and he walks you through the whole trap house and there's, there's intermissions between sections of the album. He's, mm-hmm. he's literally walking you through a whole trap house through the whole album, through the whole yeah, album. Yeah, for the you're whole talking about, album. And, but you're talking about the songs, contribute to that or just mm-hmm. those those breaks in the album um, because i know the mainly, breaks in the album yeah, yeah the, I, mainly I, the breaks in the album i did i did realize that i did realize that um the carter one that was probably one of the first i don't want to say one of the first i've listened to a few before that that would i, I would sit and listen to front listen to front to back there's no misses on it there's no misses well, on yeah. it. i used to do like you my biggest thing too though was like i would skip to you know if they had people featured on that album and I would skip and be like, man, I know this is going to be a banger. Let me listen to this <laughs> one. Cause, cause you know, X, Y, and Z's on this, mm-hmm. on this song. I'm like, Ooh, Ooh. And you know, my finger gets to that skip button. And I, <laughs> I, I, I just get to go until I get that, that song, you know, but mm-hmm. it's, uh, I feel you now, now, now that I'm, I still occasionally do it, like, you know what I mean? Like, if I want to hear this one song really bad, because I know, I, I know it's going to be good, like, I, I will go listen to it. But then I'll go back and listen to the whole album. I get that. So. I've listened to, like, radio hits off of albums before, before I listen to the album. I mean, because I mean, that's what everyone hears first, I feel like, for at least most of the time. So we, you know, we talk about, our generation, but I do feel like, you know, this generation music ain't bad either. Her dad. You know, Metro Metro what? is probably the smoothest transition artist in the game. <laughs> <laughs> um I I tell I tell my friends I, I, I kept I try to keep up with the kids' music as much as I can, but I'm I'm starting to lose grasp of it. I mean, but it, it's going in so many directions. And uh, 
I'm an old head, but I don't hate on the new stuff, man. I think yeah, you can't. No, you really can't. Everyone's trying something, and uh, you got new sounds that that come out, and and we're and it's some of it's not for us to really understand. Some of it sounds like noise to us, but uh, you know, well, I let my kids too, listen to all kind of stuff, man. It's that's the way to you know, do discover, it. Discover like like discover and find something that motivates you or moves you or you know. I mean, even when I was a kid, though, I grew up listening to all these different genres of music too like i never stuck with just one mm-hmm. and I, to this day i don't do that i mean like i said i mean i'm out there buying island bootlegs you know so <laughs> but no i mean i grew up obviously i grew up listening to my parents listen to rock and stuff like that you right, know classic right. rock all that of course then it wasn't classic to them but um <laughs> so i grew up listening to that and then but the very first CD I ever bought was Puff Daddy and the Family. Hey, No Way Out. No Way Out. Is yeah. that is that the one where they're all standing like in a road on the album cover and it's like a it's like a gray it's like grayish like, yeah. yeah like oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, ironically that was my first cassette and my first CD. Wow. Yeah. So that's crazy. But um, but then my other one was you know. Um, Aerosmith. That was my second CD, I believe. Okay. So it's like, then I had uh, Offspring in there at some point too. So I just had, you know, at, at all times I, I've had. Now I will say this: whenever I made a mix CD, though, it's one genre. I ain't mixing genres on the same. CD. I don't do that. No, I don't do that. <laughs> so that that's called um, that's called like the local radio station just mixing it all up. Yeah, Yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah, you'll hear one song you like, and then another different genre will come on, and you'll switch to a different radio station because it's Mm -hmm. like I don't want to listen to five different genres at the same time. There is modes though where you can sit there and listen to like, like if you're trying to get chill or whatever, you can listen to different genres of music, but they're all kind of like a chill vibe. vibe, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there is that, but. It's hard to go from rock to rap to country to whatever else. Reggaeton. Every, everything was mashing up. Well, everything still mashes up now. But when we were coming up, man, it was all kind. Of, it was it, it was a mashup of different genres of music, but all these genres of music were doing something different. You know, you had country artists start working with hip-hop artists and Genres start to cross over and things like that. uh, Jay-Z and and Linkin Park. Yeah, yeah. You had all kinds of experimental things going on. So, yeah. Man, the first CD, the first cassette I had was by Skilo. It was a single. Skilo, I Wish. Remember that song? I know who Skilo is. You don't remember that song? I I I Wish I Was a Little Bit Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What am I thinking? Yeah, that that was the first cassette I had. The first CD I owned was... Timberland and Magoo, Welcome to Our World. You remember that? Love that album, man. Ooh. Big Timberland fan. Um, I just like the sound of the album. Missy Elliott was on it. Uh, it was just a great album. So I'll go back and listen to it every now and then. Yeah, I still listen to No Way Out every now and then. You know, yeah. that's your, your first album that you buy always holds a place in your heart. Yeah. There's a reason why you bought it, and that's the one. You know, back in the CD days, that's 
that's what you listened to until you went out and bought another CD. Right, right. There was nowhere else to listen to anything besides the radio. Yeah, but the radio um, was trash. I bought I bought that <laughs> album. Everything was only edited. only liking one song. Sometimes and, you do and, that and though. Find out and found out I liked I liked the whole. I like I like every I liked all of them. Yeah, most of them pretty much. That's, that's the thing with yeah. CDs back then, too, is you would, you would buy, because you would buy it for a certain song mm-hmm. or, or a certain couple of songs, and then you listen to the whole CD and realize that, man, a lot of this is fire, not just those two songs, one song. Mm-hmm. Wh- who is the popular artist, Sean, between your friends right now? Um. Well, only a couple of my friends really listen to um, hip-hop like that. Popular artists, that's kind of a hard question, I feel like. Because I have a friend that's extremely Travis Scott biased. But then, I don't know. I have a friend that's a really big Eminem fan. Um, my Another friend that listens to a bunch of people, different people. He's like me. I listen to a bunch of different people. Who are you listening to right now? Um... I've had on repeat lately, probably Rocky. Um, ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky. Yeah, I just finished another Drake album. Oh goodness, <laughs> which one? Uh, Thank Me Now, the okay. the red album cover. I I never listened to an entire Drake album all the way through. You would not like an entire I Drake just, album all the way through. I just don't think I can. I do. I like Drake though. But I just can't do. I mean, I don't blame you. You know, I like Drake. I like I like, I like, I like Drake's. I like young his Drake pop stuff. Yeah, I mean, not his, I'm sorry, it's not his pop stuff. I hate to say that. Is when he gets goes harder than he does. Like him more rapping and singing or doing choruses or lullabies or yeah, like he's a ser- feature or serenades or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. You know, or you know just whispering sweet nothings into the microphone. I listen to knife talk on the way here. <laughs> that always gets me going, bro. That's Pro- right, man. Project Pat in the beginning of that song. Just I gotta feed the streets. Yeah. Hey, coming up that Project Pat, I, I was I was a heavy Project Pat fan well, growing see, up, man. But that's another thing too. I didn't get that up north. Like you didn't get Memphis rap up there. Well, we like I listened to Three Six. Obviously, everybody did because mm-hmm. you know at the time when Stay Fly came out, man, mm-hmm. that was bumping everywhere. But. What I'm saying is, is like I didn't get all of that, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't get. That's a that's a down south thing. We were saturated with, with, Louisiana, um, Atlanta rap, Memphis rap, mm-hmm. Midwest. I was just. Uh, I, I think it was so hot around here that you had to listen to the other areas to to do the comparisons, you know. So I, it was just really heavily distributed down here, or or it was saturated, man. Well, that's like a me, lot of artists came out at the same time. We had a lot of like growing up, listening to a lot of New York artists. You know, a lot yeah, of artists. That's came out one of thing I, I'm really not too familiar with is is New York artists. So, uh, only New York artists I can think of off the head is like Jay Z. That's like Fifty Cent from New York. Jay Z, Fifty. Fabulous um, is from New York. Yeah. Don't even know who that is. Nas. Fabs. Is Nas good. is from New York. Yeah. Nas is good too. I was a big Nas head. I love Nas. Um, Bone Thugs aren't from New York, but they're from up north, Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, they're from like somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah, I love Bone Thugs too. Cool man. Obviously, Biggie. Biggie's from New York. 
you know, everyone talks about Biggie and Pac, and I did listen to both of them, but when all that was going down, I wasn't really aware of I listened to of, Biggie of that me, of what I wasn't aware of what was going on and the whole situation behind it, and aware of the beef and. Well, also too, you got to think though. It was a lot harder to be aware with everything because the way news traveled back then wasn't the way news travels now. Mm. I mean, uh, you know, somebody could go fart on a bench seat, and we'll know about it within seconds. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Just, somebody posted it and then lived it. And that's then the pro- shared it. That, that's it's good and bad all at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah, we talked about social media um, when um, Nia and Drez were on the show. Um, Boogie's friends and yeah, man, social media is a different animal now. It's a different animal. Do you do you remember when Facebook and all that started coming out? Yeah, um, I think yeah, I do remember when it started coming out. But I'm trying to think, did it come out? And when MySpace was, we were still using MySpace. I, I think there was a time where like MySpace kind of fell off and. We were not really doing social media, and then Facebook was a thing. Because when I when I first learned about Facebook, it was for students only. Yeah, so yeah. it was so different. I, I, I didn't get on it right away. It was kind of different for me because when I grew up, you know, it was for college kids, right? But it started off in my area, like my neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. So all of my friends were on Facebook, all the ones that were in college and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, because it happened to me, like, I guess right right around that time. And they, uh, so they were all on Facebook and then when it stopped being for just students, I immediately got on it. Right. So, and then it kind of grew from there, but, um, yeah, it was just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was before Facebook, I had AOL instant messenger. Mm -hmm. That was our thing to talk on after work. And, um, it's crazy. Looking back, when I was on AOL Instant Messenger, there were people I talked to more in the Messenger than I did in school. Like, we would see each other at school, have short interactions, and after school it was aim all night long. I don't say all night long, but for a good amount. So that was, man, that was our first version of texting, man. Technically, Because yeah. that was before phones. Was that before? No, that, that wasn't was before, before Nokia's, phones. or that was the same time? No, because I I was sixteen when I got my first phone. Because when I started working at a uh, when I started working at that supermarket, mm-hmm. my parents told me I couldn't get a phone until I could afford it. So I ended up getting me a flip phone, man, and it had that T nine dog. That T nine texting. That T nine. I can do it blindly. What's up? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, man, the T nine texting. Um, that was the way we texted back in the day. And then, uh, yeah, the uh, T9, man, I used to I used to sit there. And then, remember, too, when cell phones first came out? You had that, you had that, uh, that free after 8 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that, man. Um, your free minute started at? Eight or nine o'clock. I forgot which one. Yeah, something eight, like eight or that, nine. Man. I don't know. You'd answer the phone. Hey, call me back. Call me back at nine or eight or whatever it mm-hmm. was. And then after that was on. Yeah, I had a Nokia brick phone. That was the first that, one. Yeah, Nokia brick phone with the T nine texting. Heck yeah, man. Well, are you watching? I know you're watching the finals. Of course, NBA finals. Of course. 
So right now, what's going on? What's going on right now? Because I watched the last series and pretty much watched the Heat come end up making it to the finals. Yeah, and I, then we, after that, I dropped we, off. Yeah, we didn't talk about that last series, dog. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. But I dropped off. I dropped off in this series. I haven't been watching it. Just it's because busy. Denver's basically been dominating anyway. Really? It's 3-1. Man. And this is going to be their first ring they got in a long time. Mm-hmm. You want to know what's crazy? The dude that owns Denver, right? Mm-hmm. And so the dude that owns the Denver Nuggets, he also owns the Rams. He also owns uh, the NHL team, the Colorado Avalanche. He also owns an MLS team, which is a soccer you know, U.S.-based soccer team. Mm-hmm. The Rams just won the Super Bowl, um, what, like two years ago? Over when they played Cincinnati? Mm-hmm. Then, so that was, what, two years ago, something like that? Mm-hmm. And then the um, Colorado Avalanche just won last year. Mm-hmm. His Denver Nuggets are in the finals right now. His MLS team just won the cup. So he's had almost every single and then I believe he also owns a like a European European um soccer team. Mm-hmm. Football or whatever you want to call it. And so and they went to like the championship. They lost but they went to the championship. What a run to be an owner of all these different organizations and then every single one of them won a championship within the last couple of years. Sounds rigged. Is it, though? I don't know. Some people I'll, say I'll, sports are rigged. Some people don't. I don't think it's rigged. I just think he... he. Or it was just... Was it projected? Well, the, I believe... And, the, and it just, they just made it happen. The projections I, were correct. I, I just believe that the Rams thing, he bought in later. Mm-hmm. So they had already built most of that roster and everything like that before he was even full-time owner. Mm. So... So who you, who you ha- who do you have winning the NBA Denver. Finals? Denver, of course. Really is it a boring? Is it a boring series? No, I mean it's good, man. It's just it's good, but it it just don't look like like it's not like every game is a blowout by any means. Mm. Um, is but, it more exciting than the previous series? And um. Which one? I East know. or West? Who did, who did Miami just um, eliminate? I'm going to pause you there because that's going to start bringing tears to my eyes. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, Boston. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. My bad. My bad. That's that's how that's how quickly I watched it and, and put it Remember in Remember we watched it over here. Yeah, I know. No, that was the Philly game. Yeah, that was, okay, yeah, that was a different game. Yeah. Like I said, I've been out of the loop, man. I, I watch sports in burst, and then I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. Nobody, there's not many people that watch sports like me anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do know some. I do know some that watch it religiously. Sean, you have a friend that's in that's a that does sports or loves sports, and he actually um, does he commentate? No, he don't commentate at the high school. No, game. What does he do at high school a, game again? He runs the boards and stuff for football games, like okay. on, like uh, the like the uh, touchdown noises and yeah okay. and all that. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. That is cool. Yeah, I'm sure him and Andy can go at it all day. <laughs> yeah, he wants to get on here at some point. Really? He should get on here with Andy. They can have a sports show. <laughs> oh, goodness. You guys will just walk out or what? 
<laughs> I don't know. I'll tough it out. Yeah. I don't know bad. how much sports he knows. I know he's heavy on basketball and football. He plays 2K religiously, bro. Mm, I'll smoke him. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> These these young kids got me nowadays. You know they 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 ain't got a job, so that's what they can do all the time. That's what they know how to do best. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> put in, we can put in that um that Mad ninety five and hey, that and NFL Blitz, it, man. That Techno Super Bowl. Oh man, man I Just had home, man. I I stayed the night at at this friend's house when I was young, and he had Techno Super Bowl, and he didn't think I knew about it, and. He's like, I'm, I want to play you in this. And and I knew at that point he didn't know what that I knew. And we were on the same level. We are on the same level. And I says, sure, I'll play with you. And he had this big grin on his face, right? So we played. And pretty much Techno Super Bowl, you just got to run in a Z. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? You mm-hmm. score. We were going back and forth all the way to the end. We were like at, we both scored like 80 or 90 points or something like that. And last play of the game, I was running a touchdown. Right when I was about to do the touchdown line, this dude grabs the cartridge and snatches it out of the console, bro. <laughs> no, he says, no, and he grabbed it and snatched it out, man. I says, dude, I had you, man. Like, he like he hit that, I think it was a regular Nintendo. Yeah, he hit the button and it popped out. Like, he, he, he hit it so hard that it either ejected it or he snatched it out. That meant exactly it flew remember. out of the it, console. It just happened so fast. <laughs> yeah, that was the game back in the day, man. Techno Super Bowl. Yeah, especially if you had Bo Jackson. Yeah, yeah. That's cheating, though. Yeah, so, like, we're, we're Andy and I are, and everybody in our age group, we're in the age group of listening to music, almost listening to the same music that the modern or the younger age group listen to, and then video games, man. It's, it's kind of crazy to see, you know, when we were growing up, the things that our, the adults in our life did when they were age were different. So everything we did, at that young age, that was new to them, new to us. Now it's the kids are doing the same stuff we were doing almost. Well, yeah, I mean, you think about it though, and it's like, you know, uh, you know, we still play video games, right? Mm-hmm. Well, like our parents and stuff, they don't really get into video games because they never had that growing up. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy, man. I seen in my last job at the phone company, I went to a guy's house and there was. An older guy, a senior, you know, gray-haired guy. Um, he was playing Call of Duty. And I says, wow, you, you play this? And he was, like, literally playing, playing it. Like, running around, he just, I just, I just like playing it. And I said, it's just really cool to see someone like you playing the game. And Man. he talked about it for a while. Do you think now Man, gaming is forever? Stereotyping. That's what you're doing. <laughs> All old guys play video games. No, it was, it was cool, though. I mean, you just didn't I expect agree. it. Like, there's streamers. There's streamers out there, um, older older people playing. Um, it's a it, it's a it doesn't have an age. It's not restricted to an age group or you know. No, and but I will be honest. Like so, it's hard as somebody like us, right, to get on these games, like for like like Warzone, for example, right. You get on there. It's hard to start dominating like that because you got all these kids or people that that's all they do. Yeah, got no lives, bro. Oh my god. So I mean, (laughs) 
it's it's hard. I will say the those type of games, it's hard to um win. Yeah, but it, it's it's possible though. Oh, I'm not saying that's it's impossible. We, it's it's harder, but um, that's not like the games we grew up playing either. Because mm. remember, there was no online mode. No, not until Counter Strike came out. That was my online gaming. Unreal Tournament on the computer, Counter-Strike on the computer. But, um, but yeah, like console-based console, no. console mm-hmm. games, yeah. you didn't have... I mean, even... even. Do you remember playing uh, Grand Theft Auto on the computer? Like mm-hmm. GTA 2 or something where it was still like not even like 3D type... It was top-down. That's yeah. so yeah. odd. Yeah. Aerial view, up, down, left, right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I and remember that. The evolution of games. Yeah, but what I, I guess what I was getting at is, I play a lot more sports games just because it's. Well, a I like sports, but mm-hmm. B, I also feel like you don't you can you can build your way up and and not have to jump into online mode right away. Whereas like games like Warzone, it's like, yeah, you're in it. it they they can be time consuming. Severely time consuming, <laughs> especially to progress in the game, or to make the game where you feel like, "Hey, this is a good game." And to get to get the full feature set of it, you have to commit time and play for X amount of time and gain certain things. So, yeah, people, yeah. people, yeah. Um, um, people really, they really can get lost in the game, really. Um, but man, playing games, streaming, man, as a career, it's got to be pretty cool, especially if you're making good amount of money and you have a, a good balance of everything that could be a cool would thing. you do it though I, I would why not why wouldn't i do it do if want- i were making enough money right and i was doing it and and happy with doing it which there would probably be times where i want to do something else but I mean, playing playing video games. For I'm not saying it's a, a bad career by any means, but can you sit there and play eight hours of video games and stream it for eight hours at a time, or however much they do? I think with the right people and with a community to interact to, with yeah, I think yeah. so. Single single solo play, no online, yeah. Especially if you're switching games, I mean, like, you but you got to think else. those people they don't work like. They don't work like we do. Well, I understand. You know? So they work in a burst. They might they might have a solid gaming day and then spend two three days editing and then release content. And that one session creates it has so much value to it that they don't have to do it. I guess I'm just all not, over again. I'm not, I'm not used to sitting sitting like that. Well, I mean, I can do it, but I usually do it like like let's say a Friday night or something. I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. I can sit there and play for. But that's playing catch up to me because I haven't played in a week or two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I play, it's always catch up. So catch up. yeah, so it's like, can you sit there and do that for all the time though? Because I would get bored to be honest. Like I, I can definitely play for a while, but to do that as a full time job, like I don't know. I, I, to me, I feel like I would get bored. I'm not saying it's a bad choice by any means because. I'd be willing to try it out. Yeah. But I'm just saying. You only imagine that there's some kid out there saying, man, if I did what Andy does all day, 
I would mm-hmm. be bored. I'd rather be playing video games. I agree. <laughs> and and the, the inner kid in me would be like, you're an idiot. Why don't you want to play video games? But Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some Twitch streamers out there that get so big they do subathons. You know what a subathon is? Mm-mm. It's where for every a certain amount of sub you get, the stream goes on for an extra allotted amount of time. So let's say you gift 10 subs, which is like maybe 20 bucks extra hour of streaming. I know streamers that have gone on streams for like a week, stream for a week straight, and they're not there all the time. They're not there. But if you have the stream on or you just come to do stuff, bro, people will be sleeping on streams and they just make money. And it's just like a competition. How long can the stream go by donating money? Make a crap ton of money off of that when you're that big. That's crazy wow. to me. Like, so the people who are doing that, they're not necessarily interested only in the game or the content of the no. game. They're they're interested in that person, yeah. mm-hmm. and how they're how they're living. That's like some real world um, Big Brother type yeah, stuff, I guess. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, people document their entire lives on the camera and video and. You have all the these apps, you know. You put your face on the app; people pay to see it. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's wild. The, the money, the 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 way people, young people, kids are making money online. It's just nuts. It's it, nuts. It is. It is. And the thing that is crazy too. Well, I guess it's cool in a way because, in a sense, right? You are. You've got plenty of opportunities to make money, right? Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. But to me, I feel like there's also way more scams out there now, too. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, because that's a hustle, man. Yeah, you think about it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You think you think about it though, like when we were kids and stuff like that, or even basically like before, like social media really blew up and all that how many what would you get a phone call as a scam every now and then mm-hmm. you know what i mean now you get text messages left and right emails left and right you know phone calls this and that it's just like everything no matter every single source of information input in your life will has a possibility of scam basically yeah mm-hmm. i got a phone call from my own number before yeah it's from your own scam. number crazy yeah Hey, how are wow. you? I'm like, what's going on? You know, it's like ads. You'll see ads all over. I talked to this guy. I talked about tech, future technology and digital presence. And he says there's going to be a way, or they're trying to find out a way, to where you pay monthly to not see ads across the board. Like they're trying to make Shoot, it a lot. That is like, crazy. Like you think, like you go to YouTube and you're going to watch the ad if you don't have a premium yeah. Or then you go if you don't have premium Hulu, you watch ad, or you're on Facebook and you watch an ad. Like you have ads and all these things you do online, these different apps. There's gonna, they're planning or they figured out or they're going to figure out. I don't know. He just talked about they're looking into it. A way to pay, and you, some type of indicator that you have paid to not see any of these ads, and that money you pay every month is distributed out to to companies. It's 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 weird, but it's crazy. It's like it's pretty much. Making yourself ad free online anywhere all the time. Yeah, that's nuts, though. That's nuts, man. But see, so 
that just proves right there, though, that they can control it. And they, they, yeah. they can control it, and they just let it happen because that's how people... Well, like Facebook and stuff, that's how they make money. Yeah, right? yeah, it's just a big money game. Yeah. I mean, it's got to happen, though. You ever bought anything off an ad? No, but I know pe- my... Uh, I know some people that I have. Like, just saw, like, man, I, I think I'm gonna. Did, did one of them gonna buy that? Well, no, they they like I know people that have done like surveys and stuff, and mm-hmm. do the survey because you win this, and and then uh, that stuff never shows up, mm-hmm. and and now now you're getting <laughs> scam calls twice as much as you were yeah, before. Yeah, I, I don't try to buy off. I don't like buying off third party websites too much. I don't like buying anything that I don't have a secure payment for. PayPal. PayPal. They don't take PayPal suspect. Big time. Yeah, it is. Because how how hard is it for them to take PayPal? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I think um back on the Twitch streamer thing with um when you say like there people are watching more than for just the game, one of my favorite streamers, I'm da- his name's I'm Dante. And he he like has segments of him playing video games, reacting to stuff, mm-hmm. interacting with the chat. He does a bunch of different stuff. And, like, he has his group of friends, and they're all content creators, and they all just go out and do stuff or host competitions, like, like a bunch of stuff. When they when you get to that level, you can do that amount of stuff, and people will support it no matter what. Mm. And he does a lot more reacting than he does gaming, but he has a whole segment. Like, late, like if he does a later stream, he'll probably be gaming for maybe four hours Something like that. Or he's a lot of reacting to stuff or talking about music or movies that have come out. Just media in general. And he never gets too political or anything. It's kind of yeah, just well, doing whatever. That's, that's to me, that's different, though. You know, when you, when you, it's not just sitting there. Like, like you said, somebody's sitting there doing a subathon, sitting there watching an empty wall for <laughs> a few hours. Like, I mean, I don't understand it, but. Yeah. But like like you said, that guy there, he he goes out and does other stuff, and I mean, there's plenty of content creators that go out there, and they they also Twitch or whatever too, you know. So mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't fully understand all of it, but I know enough of it to know what I wouldn't want to do. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't want to sit there and have somebody stare at my empty wall for a couple hours. But, but if they're paying you to do it, man, I know, right? It's no, crazy. It ain't all worth it. Hey. Ain't no telling what I, I'll forget that camera's on. <laughs> I no, think we all would. Yeah, ain't no telling what I'd be doing. <laughs> I think, I think um, yeah, yeah. Social media is definitely like a priming way for people to make money now. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just watched a video about people doing the math of just about how this certain influencer makes money off of Snapchat. Just posting snaps because he used to make YouTube content and stuff, and he completely stopped. Mm-hmm. And he's just doing Snapchat content and just snapping his life. They did the math on it. Nothing confirmed about this, but just doing the math on it, approximately like fifteen k a day. Wow, That's crazy, crazy. That's ridiculous. How much? How much some of these people are making? Figured it out, man. They figured yeah, something. I mean, out. it's. It, 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 I mean, and it may not last. Forever. I don't hate. I don't hate on people for making money because at the end of the day, they out there making money, mm. and there's people out there that don't want to make any money. They just want handouts given to them. Yeah. Now that I don't get on board with, but I'm not going to hate on anybody for making money because 
like again, that's a that's the whole reason why I bought them five dollar gas station CDs, you know. <laughs> but but I mean, it's just it blows my mind the way some of these people make money. Like, yeah. not necessarily. Hey, kudos to them for making money, but who are these idiots that are giving them money? Yeah, I know, right? It's crazy, super crazy. Yeah. They're, they're out there. There's something for everybody out there. I guess everybody's man. willing to pay for to see something out there. Yeah, man. That's well. just what it. That's just where it's at, man. And they figured it out. You know what? It, you know, talking about old music and everything. You know, Pimp C. He said everything's moved to the website. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't lying. You know, no. R.I.P. Pimp C. But yeah, it's moved to the website, and it's like, mm-hmm. man, that's that's for real. And then Soldier Boy came. He started it all. <laughs> I'm the first internet rapper to do it all. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. Dang, man. Well, we're like at an hour and a half, man. Um, um, how y'all feeling? I'm good. Man, I'm good. You good? So, Andy, I've got a like, couple questions I want to ask you, or, or one question I really want to ask you. You know, we already talked about music and everything. Um, if you were stuck on an island and you had one CD to listen to, what would be that CD? What would be that album? Man. That burn CD. <laughs> <laughs> nah. A burn CD, huh? Yeah, yeah. Ha- then, that, that, then you would be mixing it up. You would have some slow stuff and all that. Man, I, yeah, probably. I'd you work to, your way through it. Yeah. <laughs> One of them burn CDs that holds like 85 songs on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In MP3 format. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, I don't. hmm. That's a good question. There's somebody like me, too, that listens to a bunch of different music. When you, if you stuck with one CD. Yeah, that's a hard question. Yeah, it's very much impossible to answer. It is hard. Yeah. Especially for people that like music like we all do. Yeah. If you really like music, you, I really say you couldn't answer that and say there was only one. I mean, I could probably answer it, but then later on I'd be thinking about it and be like, nah, I want to change my answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe, um, dang. dang. Do you have an answer? Do you have an answer for that? Oh, man, not really. I messed around and asked the question. I, I didn't even have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering. You know? um, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, that burned, that burned CD. Yeah, give me um, that burner, baby. I don't know. It would have to be a compilation album. That's what I'm saying. Um, it would have to be a Greatest Hits album. Mm. Greatest Hits That makes sense. Greatest Hits yeah, album. Well, yeah, greatest obviously, album. but who? That's the big question is who? Who? Man, you know, you know, from an island, you got to give me that R. Kelly, so that way at least I get some <laughs> other entertainment out of it too. You know, <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are we talking CD or DVD? <laughs> <laughs> man, you know what's crazy is um, R. Kelly. They're still playing his music, man. Hey, look, yeah, no, it's crazy. It's. Did you listen to R. Kelly though? Oh man, I want to get into the discussion of R. Kelly, but yes, I've listened to R. Kelly. No, I mean, like, did you actually enjoy his music? Oh yeah, for That's sure. That's what I'm saying. So I mean, I, mean, I still enjoy his music. Music, musically. Musically, you know? ain't nothing wrong with it. Well, you're right. You're yeah. Another 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 subject, another day. Yeah, but, but you know, R. R. Kelly. I like R. Kelly coming up, but you know, as the culture goes now, he's canceled. 
So, you know, mm. and that's yeah. a whole nother conversation is cancel culture. Like, okay, so it, R. Kelly is canceled and the whole world should turn um, against him. However, anyone wants to word it, but, you know, his music's still on music platforms. And you have, like, Bill Cosby. And, you know, is the Cosby show still playing? I don't know. Is, nah. it, is it available to stream? It's still up on streaming services. It, it is. Yeah. So, you know, cancel culture is just crazy, man. So. You know, how, how's it supposed to go? You, it's a balance between, well, you know, you, legalities, yeah. Legal stuff that happens to, to famous people just created cancel, cancel culture. And we're just finding out more famous people than did more messed, have done more messed up things as time goes on. Yeah. No. Yeah. They say they've done more messed up things. That's only because they came to light. <laughs> True. <laughs> True, think man. It all depends on your, um, definitely your opinion on it and with cancel culture, how the majority feels because the, how the minority feels like the, the lesser amount of people feel about it most likely won't win in any scenario. You can't beat the overarching power that is majority. Yeah. I agree with that. And if you if you still like them, you still like them. Mm-hmm. You know, some people like are just, said, fan, some wrong people are just fan boys until, or, or fan, fan, super fan I mean, until the day. People just got to, um, it's just a opinion on separating the artist from the, um, from the music or the artist from the art in general. You're looking so, at Michael Jackson. So, so you're saying, I know, exactly. yeah, you're separating, you're separating their artwork from their personal, yes, person. their so, talent so, and what they did. So you're saying that you're accepting a person was an entertainer, is an entertainer, and you're only looking at their inner entertainer persona and their mm-hmm. artwork, and that's and who, it. And whatever they do behind the scenes. Is it's a completely different it's, it's just thing. whatever. Yeah, I think it's a complete like mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's the king of pop. That don't change what he did. Yeah, how many people stopped yeah. stopped listening to Michael Jackson just because of And some people did, but a lot of people didn't also. Yeah. yeah. I I just hate to see people and and we see this a lot, they get tarnished like that at the end of their careers. Um and they you know, they fight tooth and nail to to clear their name. But usually it doesn't happen, man. And we just see a lot more of that. You know, I feel bad terrible. for the one. Like you said, it comes. What they do is come comes to light, you know. And nowadays, with all the technology we have, man, you better you better watch what you do. Yeah, for real. Right? But some of the stuff that they get in trouble, for, like some of the stuff that people are getting in trouble for nowadays, too, shouldn't even be getting in trouble for. You know what I mean? Like you got to watch what you say. You got to watch. You know, you can't say certain words because it may offend somebody. Man, I'm sure somebody's probably gotten offended just by me talking on this podcast. Well, there's someone out there that's going to be offended by everything. everything. You know, yeah. you can't, can't please. Yeah, you can't please the whole group. But yeah, you're you're right. You have to be careful about what you say. I mean, and especially we're saying celebrities, this on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, but especially celebrities. But man, you, you can be. You can end up being a celebrity, and I'm not saying. Not only celebrity like media, internet celebrity, just local town celebrity, or more awareness brought to you just off something crazy you said. What you don't want to be is a celebrity at your job for saying something stupid <laughs> at work, outside of work, anything like that. That's true, you know, or or even just saying something that would get you in trouble with any type of group of people or anything. You just really have to watch what you say. 
with with the AI, I know y'all seen the AI stuff going on. AI um, taking one artist and playing another artist, mm-hmm. and um, people restructuring words. You've probably seen someone like AI have worked on them. Alan uh, Iverson on the president. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the AI crossover. <laughs> yeah, uh, the um, on the president. You know, they reword the president, make it like he's singing a song. President, ex-president, whoever, anybody famous, man. Yeah. Uh, that's some scary stuff. Yeah, super scary. You think AI is going to be a problem? I think it already is. Mm. We just it hasn't really affected us. I don't think it is, but I think to the more intelligent people that understand how the internet works, it's not because they're able to put the thought and time into it to determine whether it's real or it's not real mm-hmm. and do the certain amount of research. But to the people that's over, I don't know, 60, 70, that might be harder to interpret for them. But AI as of right now, I don't think it's too big of a danger within the next 10 years, maybe. I know there's been some stuff in the music industry that's already been, like, pushing back against it, kind of. Yeah. You know, I would push back against it if, if I had content out there for and sure. someone was redoing it and, you know, that's mine. That's mm-hmm. my voice. Like, uh, your voice, man... Getting your voice taken and and making it say things you didn't say, that's that's violation. That's crazy. That's, dude. crazy. that's violation, dude. You want you don't know what else too is like you, AI is also a problem because you think about how many videos and stuff out there of maybe celebrities doing stuff that they didn't actually do. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about AI taking over? As the movies portray it, <laughs> self awareness taking over, but it see, eliminates you. Not, th- not necessarily going far, eliminate humans, but a point where it gets out of control, and we're put in a dangerous situation, like like Terminator. Like dis- yeah, but not necessarily Terminator like, before like, the nuke. <laughs> yeah, like, Terminator and more of like a realistic situation, yeah, like it, where it gets to where we can't turn it off, or it controls things that we can't control anymore. You know, or makes a or makes a devastating mistake. Yeah, I mean, I know. think it's definitely possible, but like, all right. So let me go back to your original question, right? Movies, right? So, like in movies, like Paul Walker, right? That's mm-hmm. not necessarily a bad thing because, I mean, you want to finish the movie that they started shooting, right? So you got to use AI. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, I get it, right? In the sense of, you know, or in other, like in other movies too, where like certain stunts are too dangerous for an actual human to do, mm-hmm. then you have it done with AI, right? Yeah. Um, but as far as it taking over and everything becoming AI, no, nah, that's... I don't see that coming anytime I, soon. I don't see that coming, but I do understand your... I wouldn't say fear, but your thought of it becoming a problem in the future. I can definitely see that. Yeah. I guess if if it got to a point where it can start implementing itself on things that you didn't, you didn't plan or on it being Mm -hmm. on, you know, I guess that that's part of the self-awareness and the taking over quote unquote. Think think about it this way. Like, so for instance, scammers, my grandmother got a phone call saying it was my sister and they said it sounded just like my sister but wasn't the right number. Mm, that's crazy. Asking for money. Yeah. Wow. I hate those scammers, dude. 
But think about AI in that sense. Yeah. Just run a scam program. Yeah. And no one's sitting. It's not a human trying to convince you. It's the computer. Mm-hmm. Just don't pay for anything over the phone. Straight up. No, I never That's do. an old way mm-hmm. of doing things. But, uh, I mean, that's the scary thought in that sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. AI is... Now they can duplicate voices of loved ones and stuff, like, to call and scam you. Like That's yeah. crazy. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. If my sister calls me and she needs money to get out of jail, well, her ass is going to sit in jail for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is AI or not. Yeah. And then you get, you get in trouble it. for not, not getting her out of jail. and then By who? Her? She's still in jail. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> Then all you got to say is, man, that was I thought that was AI calling. Yeah. That, that was really, sounded like AI. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah, you must have blipped like a computer for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think the AI thing. Uh, I think the most realistic situation for AI in like movies terms is like iRobot. I don't think Terminator is going to happen where they're like, oh, my God, like human race is the problem with the world and we're going to liberate all of the human race. Isn't that kind of how iRobot was, though? And then they want to um, eliminate humans? They did at the end of the movie. Yeah. But I'm talking about like before the disaster with the like just the robot helpers and stuff. Yeah, just or like everyday uses or of Everyday robots. uses and stuff. I can see that being a thing. Yeah. Mm. Them taking over, I don't think it's going to happen for a long time. Yeah, well. We don't want to be taken over, but we continually add stuff to the house that can take us over. True. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you make your house smarter and smarter. and then Smarter, it, and they have more control and more insight. In. That, I'm though. guilty, man. The, guilty of it. Everybody is. Well, I think most people are. I won't say everybody is, but most people are. And the thing is, though, it's like, like you said, it's a convenience factor. Yeah. But also, too, I mean, not necessarily AI taking over, but, like, if you build your house too smart and then... You ain't got no power, or all that stuff fries, or something like that. You ain't got no internet now. You can't do nothing. Like, yeah, that's a problem. That's that's a big problem. I think we're sometimes we get too reliant on technology. Mm-hmm. Just it's cursed, man. Be grateful it's EMPs cursed, exist. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that's why. That's why you know you can't you can't uh, you got to learn how to cook outside sometimes. You know. Yeah, that's right. Cook outside all the time, man. <laughs> Heck yeah! Well, man, we're we're here like right under two hour mark, man. Um, man, it's been great, Andy, having you on. Uh, I know we had a lot more we wanted to talk about, yeah, but cool. we're we're gonna get there. Um, yeah, man, we enjoyed having you on, bro. Yeah, it's Looked been nice a blast, man. Uh, I did want to ask you, um, how soon you want to get on? What? Next next episode. Oh, oh okay. Which, I didn't know. We one? we talked about you know gaming. So <laughs> yeah, <you know? laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I'd like to do it whenever I can. I got a cruise coming up. So oh, okay. When are you leaving for that? Father's Day. Oh, Father's Day cruise. How long? Seven day cruise. So you're on the boat for six days. Believe we're on the days. boat for seven days. Wow. That sounds fun, man. It it does sound fun, but. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a turn into a Grinch or something, or a grouchy guy or whatever. Uh, when I'm away from home, I don't know that third it's or fourth you day over here. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's that, that's probably maybe part of it. Uh, when I'm when I'm on when I'm away from home for that fourth or fifth day, I'm anxious to get back home. 
Yeah, you yeah, really yeah. gonna you really you, you really gonna take vacation time and disconnect? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're stopping at three different islands too. Man, so you mean island boy? Yeah, <laughs> I'm an island boy. Yeah, nah. Um, trying to make it? I I ain't got enough hair to be an island boy. <laughs> um, you gotta you gotta get you some of that. Um, you gotta get you some of the local drinks there. I know they heard makes or, or are you going like in a just not the water. Where are you where are you going? What island are you stopping at? I believe it's Belize. Okay. Um Montego Bay and Mexico. I guess Mexico's not really an island, but Yeah. Yeah. You gotta get you some tequila and stuff from down there. Try yeah, just out. not the water. Yeah. Yeah, you can't bring like any mineral from any other country like Mexico. You can't bring none of that stuff back here. Man. None of that stuff Man. back here. Tell El Chapo that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you get found, it's over. You're going to get fined heavy. Man, that, bo- over, over. That, that dude bust out of prison so many times. Man. <laughs> he made it look easy, too. He's I'm a lord, man. He's yeah. a drug lord, man. <laughs> figured, he figured the system out and, well, eventually got to him. Yep. So, I know. I know um, one of my friends wants to go on a cruise for my senior year. They're like, let's go on a cruise. That's a group of friends. And I'm like, can you go on a cruise when you're eight? Yeah, you're when you're 18. Yeah, 18. Boston's coming with us. Are you talking about going on by yourself? Yeah. Like he wants yourselves? to do a guy's thing. Yeah, so 18. 18 you can do it. Yeah, but mm. I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't know how. I think, I think you that. have to be 18 to be on a cruise, honestly. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't serve you alcohol. No. No. You, you well, see, the thing fun. about a cruise though is you have to buy the alcohol package. I'm sure you have to be 21 to get that. Yeah, and they got to cover themselves. And and if everybody, everybody in that room that's staying in that room has to get that package. Mm. And I'm not saying that it wouldn't be a good cruise without alcohol. I'm just. I know. I you understand. Know, I just, you know, when I was 18, if you told me we were going, no, to no, no. <laughs> Where's the alcohol gonna be? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but oh, man. yeah. So and then, I mean, I got that cruise Father's Day uh-huh. that week, and then following week, I come back to work for about a week, and then I'm on vacation again for another week. For another week. Yeah, man. I I need to plan a well, week. I really want two weeks off. I'm thinking about pulling the trigger on that for this. For the summer, man, the summers they get more, they get busier. Especially as your kids get older, they just keep gets busier and busier and busier. Yeah. So, well, cool, man. Well, um, for y'all listening, appreciate you sticking with us, uh, Andy. Man, thanks for coming over. Yeah, really no, appreciate yeah. It, man. Thanks for having uh, me, man. This is yeah, a blast. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, man. Um, until next time, man. Andy, next time you come, man, I think we're gonna have some other surprises ready for you. No, you're not too surprising. Yeah, well, I think we're gonna, a couple of things we're going to try to implement. Um, if you could have a guest on here that would come with you, who would it be? Mm, young Dolph, R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe bring Lacey with you next time? Or Boston. Boston? You think she can do like an hour or so? I don't think she'd do an hour. Oh. I think she'd get <laughs> yeah. bored. But do a quick one? There'd be some probably some good content from yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um yeah, well, next time, man, bring her. Put her on her for a little bit, at least. So, All right, well, until next time, this is Francis. And Sean. And Andy. Andy. Thanks for listening. Holla.